Sunday Live on 91.3 FM Stereo. Sunday Live. Welcome back, 24 after 7. Keep your messages rolling in 0829-913-913 via WhatsApp. 47913 via SMS. You can give us a call, 021-442-3530. Well, the non-recognition of Muslim marriages violate the constitutional rights of women and children as March 21 marks Human Rights Day. The South African Law Reform Commission, the SALRC, is calling for comment on the 152 discussion paper with the aim of introducing a single marriage statute for South Africa. It comes at a time where the Department of Home Affairs confirmed that its plan to introduce a new draft marriage policy in South Africa in October 2020, but has indicated that the process was delayed due to the coronavirus. Well, joining us online is Dr. Sheikh Munir Abdurraouf, Senior Lecturer and Attorney at the High Court of RSA, Faculty of Law at the Department of Criminal Justice and Procedure, uh, uh, unpacking this discussion. Dr. Salaam alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Sheikh, how are you keeping? Alhamdulillah, yourself. Alhamdulillah, fantastic, fantastic, Sheikh. Well, Sheikh, let's let's just get some insight. What is the Project Forty Four Single Marriage Statute? Yes, um, Shukran. Um, the Project uh, One Forty Four, it, it, uh, the, the discussion paper that is currently um, one thing coming from the African community is uh, a follow up from uh, the previous. Um, uh, basically, a paper that was also presented to the community concerning uh, the two possibilities of regulating marriages within South Africa. So the problem in South Africa is that currently there are three main pieces of legislation that governs marriages within the South African context. Mm-hmm. And that is the, the Marriage Act of 1961, uh, the Civil Union Act, uh, and the Recognition of Customary Marriages Act. Mm-hmm. Um, so none of, as far as from the view of Muslims within the African context is concerned, none of these uh, three pieces of legislation uh, actually gives um, the African Muslims the right to have the marriages um, recognized, as well as the consequences that floating from, from recognized in this African context. So as a, a, a result, there has been a um, high court uh, application and a judgment um, by the Women's Legal Center Trust um, recently, a few months back, where the, um, the Western Cape Division of the High Court then granted an order stating um, that was now in 2018, stated that uh, the government and state and president has act un- acted unconstitutionally by not enacting legislation that recognizes Muslim marriages as well as its consequences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that, that judgment was taken an appeal to the Supreme Court of Appeal, and uh, in that judgment, uh, it was a bit different. However, um, it, it stated there that a number of pieces of legislation within the African context, and including parts of the, the Marriage Act, the Divorce Act, the Recognition of Custom Marriages Act, um, was unconstitutional as it does not provide um, Muslims uh, the necessary recourse. Now, Parliament wasn't given 24 months in order to enact legislation that um, governs Muslim marriages, mm-hmm. 
as well as the consequences that flow therefrom. Sure. Um, and and, and at, the, at the same time, this is basically where this project committee comes in. And this is probably one of the, the possibilities. And they're looking at a single marriage statute. Mm-hmm. So instead of the Marriage Act, the Civil Union Act, the Recognition of Customary Marriages Act, and so forth, um, they're looking at one um, piece of legislation. This is now a proposal. It is a bill that would govern uh, all marriages, mm-hmm. including including the Muslim marriages uh, within the South African context. Mm-hmm. And that's basically currently where we are at. Sure. Now, how does the, the 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 current discussion paper accommodate for, or the single statute accommodate for uh, a vast differences between uh, traditional and and religious sectors? Uh, you know, how does the law incorporate uh, uh, all of that? Uh, you know, how is it all encompassing, or is it missing something? No, it's definitely missing something. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the problem with the, with, the, with the current or this Project 144 um, discussion paper and these two draft bills inside mm-hmm. of this paper, it's basically the same, but the, the names of the, the first bill is referred to as Draft Bill Protected Relationships Bill, and um, the second bill basically refers to marriages. Mm-hmm. Right? But the content in both bills are are basically, um, to a large extent, the, 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 the same. The bills allow for uh, the registration of marriages, mm-hmm. right? so it might be any type of marriage, right. even a, a life partnership or a civil union, as, as you may call it, and so forth. But the consequences are not governed in terms of the, um, the proposed bill, if mm-hmm. even acted. Um, so the, the consequences will probably lie in the common law and in other pieces of legislation. The problem with, with, with this type of an approach is that uh, those pieces of legislation and the common law are not necessarily um, in conformity with, with Islamic law or with the Sharia principles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that is basically one of the, the, the flaws of, 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 of this bill. Mm-hmm. It is different to the um, previous attempts by the South African community where um, we wanted to have Muslim marriages um, basically registered and, and, and basically the consequences as well as registrations would be governed by a piece of statute. The latest attempt was in 2010, or the 2010 version of the, the Muslim Marriages Bill. But since then, there, there has not been any forward movement by, by, by Parliament in this regard. Mm, I think it's a, it's, it's a bit of a lag and, uh, and to and fro discussion. I think the fact that it's, all, it's not all-encompassing uh, you know, creates the need for further discussion. What is the relationship at this point in time uh, between the response from the South African community? I mean, uh, there's a difference of opinion as to whether uh, it should be recognized in the first place uh, versus, you know, uh, a lot of people feel that it has to be recognized on the basis of, uh, uh, you know, the number of abuse cases, etc., that, that meet out from unregistered marriages. Uh, but, but all in all, I mean, um, uh, even should it be recognized, there's still lots of work to be done, right, Sheikh? Yeah, definitely. I, I think that there is, there is a need for, for Muslim marriages to be recognized mm-hmm. so that, especially women and children, they can enforce their, 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 their rights um, from, that, that, that flow from an Islamic marriage. Mm. But, however, if we have a recognition 
with, without regulation in terms of Islamic law, mm-hmm. then uh, what are they really giving us? Mm. Because in any South African Muslim currently has the, um, the choice of entering into a marriage, an Islamic marriage, and then registering that marriage in terms of, or concluding a marriage in terms of the Marriage Act, or in terms of the, of the Civil Union Act. The recognition of Customary Marriages Act is quite interesting. It, it, it only allows for, for black South Africans. It doesn't allow for any other persons. So that is one of the aspects that was found to be unconstitutional in the, in the, in the Supreme Court of Appeal Judgment, as well as the, the alternative relief in the, in the High Court Judgment. Yeah, but to answer your question, yes, um, there is definitely a need for this recognition of, of the marriages, but it's also a need to have it uh, regulated in terms of Islamic law. Mm-hmm. In terms of uh, the, the current status quo of the Supreme Court of Appeal, I understand that, uh, uh, you know, if so, if proceeded, you know, with the current statute, uh, would Muslim marriages automatically fall within community of property? And what, what are some of the ramifications of that? Quite interestingly enough, um, the, the, the bill basically says that the parties would have the right to then enter into an antinuptial contract. Okay. And uh, the current status of the, the Marriage Act as well as the Civil Union Act is that if there is no, um, there's, there's no contract between the parties or antinuptial contract between the parties, then the default position is in community of property. So mm-hmm. there's one estate that uh, both parties have, and um, in the event of death or divorce, that um, communal or joint property is then divided into two. Mm-hmm. Um, this is different to the position of, I, I go back to the Muslim Marriages Bill mm. of 2010, that is where they stated that the automatic position is out of community of property without the application of the accrual system. Mm. And that is more in line with the default position in terms of Islamic law. Sure. And, and, and the parties between themselves, they can then uh, decide whether they want to then uh, move away or enter into a partnership agreement and, uh, and so forth. Mm. Uh, Sheikh, the, just out of curiosity, you know, tackling the law a little bit here, or at least, uh, uh, you know, making room for accommodation, should traditional marriages be open to other than black individuals? Would that would that uh, um, give you know Muslim people who are not black, you know, by, by, by means of, uh, of of racial inclination, would that make it uh, uh, easier for them to be recognised with all the uh, civil, you know? Know, uh, or constitutional implications for them? Yeah, one of the differences of the um, recognition of custom marriages act mm-hmm. um, that is not found in the Civil Union Act and, and, and the Marriage Act is that the recognition of customary marriages act it allows for polygynous marriages. Okay. And that is something which is also found within the Muslim community. Mm-hmm. So if we're saying that um, we, ha- we do have the opportunity or the, to, to, to marry in terms of the Marriage Act, right, and looking also at, at the, the problems concerning the regulation and consequences, the problem is that it will only be one of the wives that will be, that will be uh, recognized for purposes of the Marriage Act. Um, the, 
that, that the black community, however, has the option of entering into a number of marriages as mm-hmm. far as religion is concerned, mm-hmm. but that is not available for other than, 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 than blacks. And that is what also what is found to be uh, problematic as far as our the South African constitution is concerned. Mm. So other uh, marriage acts doesn't really recognize polygyny in, in terms of its structure and makeup. So if would what would be the more... Um, effective slash um, easier approach getting Muslim marriages recognized in its own individual identity like the MMB or making inclusion for uh, Muslim marriages under the uh, customary marriages act with some modifications yes the project committee actually in the issue paper mm-hmm. they they gave two options that mm-hmm. we should have that this African community should have commented on. Um, the first option was an omnibus approach, mm-hmm. and the, the second option was a a, a single statute approach. Um, and I, I was part of the United Ulama Council uh, team that, 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 that responded to that. And uh, in, in that regard, um, the, the, the vast majority basically wanted to, uh, and, and, and was in agreement with an omnibus approach. And mm-hmm. that would basically mean that you can have still one piece of statute. However, there might be one chapter for, for Muslims, one chapter for um, customary marriages, mm-hmm. one chapter for the the Jewish community, and so forth and so forth. And that would basically give uh, each and every uh, um, religious sector or faith sector within the South African context, among other uh, um, communities, the, the right to have the distinct laws and, and, and principles uh, given effect to within the South African context. Sure. Um, I, I don't know why that uh, the, the, the project committee basically opted to go for the single statute approach and not for the omnibus approach which was in the issue paper as a possibility. Sure. So uh, if I'm understanding correctly, Sheikh, um, were there other factions of the greater South African uh, uh, populace that uh, uh, also opted for the single statute as opposed to, um, uh, you know, the the omnibus uh, approach? Were there other parties that uh, would prefer, uh, you know, just the MMB as opposed to an omnibus approach with individual recognition? I can only speak from the Muslim community, um, mm-hmm. but in, in, in that regard, um, the, 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 there were many organizations, like here in the Western Cape, the Muslim Judicial Council, mm-hmm. that was in favor of having a, a Muslim marriages bill, mm-hmm. a, a, a piece of legislation that specifically caters for um, the Muslim community's needs within the South African context, mm-hmm. like um, in, in the event of this, the Civil Union uh, Bill becoming an act. Mm-hmm. Um, these gays and lesbians, they said that there's no piece of legislation that um, grants them uh, rights and recourse. Mm-hmm. And, and, and as a consequence, um, the, the parliament then passed legislation that has, has seen to their, to their needs. Mm-hmm. And prior to that, in, in the instance of the, the black community, they then wanted to have a piece of legislation that governs uh, um, the, the marriages and also allows for polygyny and so forth. And um, there was lots of debate, both with the Civil Union Bill, as well as with the recognition of customary marriages bill before and before it has been enacted, but nonetheless it went through Parliament. Mm-hmm. But with, with the Muslim community, we have been trying for, for so long already, and um, comment has been given, 
back to Parliament and to the project committees in this regard, but it does not seem that there's, there's any uh, movement forward. Um, it's only after the High Court decision here in the Western Cape and after the, the Supreme Court of Appeal that we're actually seeing, but not specifically for the Muslim community, but now this um, either the omnibus, which is now also not non-existent, uh, as well as the, the wanting comment with regard to the single marriage statute. Mm. So, Sheikh, I mean, for, at this juncture, right, w- what do you think in the next two years or so, um, given that, uh, you know, the coronavirus has pushed everything a little bit forward and the uh, Supreme Court has given certain time for all these non-exclusionary causes to be rooted out, uh, what can we expect, uh, you know, possibly in the next two years in terms of uh, um, any form of recourse for Muslim marriages being recognized, either through the MMB, either through uh, Customary Marriages Act, either through any which way of the law, what is there? Is there positive light at the end of the tunnel? Quite interestingly enough, uh, the, the, the High Court um, in 2018 um, granted judgment stating that. Um the, the parliament has acted unconstitutional, the president and the state, and so forth. Um, but it, it, it granted uh, relief, but only once the two years has come to an end. Oh. Um, how, however, when uh, the matter wasn't taken on appeal, so obviously we had to wait for the outcome of the appeal judgment. Mm-hmm. In the SCA, however, um, it also gave a judgment, and it also gave another two years for, for the parliament and, and so forth to enact legislation. Mm-hmm. However, they they never gave interim relief. They gave relief, sorry, they gave interim relief within the two-year period. And um, that that judgment is quite problematic because it could be read in in, in, in a way, and this is now by asking the question what relief is available to Mm -hmm. women and and, and children and so forth um, that are in in Muslim marriages. Um, If you download the judgment of the Supreme Court of of Appeal, it states there that um, any marriage concluded in terms of South Africa African law can be dissolved in terms of um, South African law as well, the Divorce Act and, 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 and so forth. It also states inside there that uh, the marriage basically will be deemed to be out of community of property. Um, it's not clear as to what, whether, okay, by default, mm-hmm. if you say out of community of property, mm-hmm. it means with the application of the accrual system, mm-hmm. which means that whatever has been accrued within the marriage should be split 50-50. Sure. Um, I, I don't know of any cases that have gone to court mm-hmm. uh, based on this Supreme Court of Appeal judgment yet, uh, but within the next two years we'll definitely see, um, or we might see, um, some cases pop up where the, um, the recourse in terms of the judgment are, are, made, are made use of. Mm, wonderful. Sheikh, shukran so much for all your contributions towards the cause of, uh, on behalf of UQSA, MJC and other responsible bodies for the Muslim Ummah, inshallah, we wish you all the best. Um, Sheikh Munir Abdurraouf speaking to us there 42 after 7.